Welcome to the DLA Piper Pocket Guide to the UPC. I'm Sarah Turner, and in this series, our UPC team will look at some of the key issues raised by the Unified Patent Court and Unitary Patent. This new system will represent one of the biggest revolutions in IP law in over 40 years, and will affect everyone who uses the European patent system, wherever they may be based in the world. For more information, do visit our UPC website at dlapiper.com forward slash UPC, where you'll find articles on each of the topics we cover and much more. Let me introduce the speakers for today's episode, Frank Valentin and Cedric Mele. Frank Valentin leads the DLA Piper Intellectual Property Practice in France. He has significant experience in IT and life sciences patent litigation and advises mainly in the TMT and life sciences sectors. Frank is joined today by Cedric Mele, who is also based in our Paris office. Cedric specialises in the enforcement and defence of patents and other IP rights and unfair competition. Today, Frank and Cedric will be looking at enforcement of UPC decisions. Over to you, Frank and Cedric. Hello again. We shall now come to an issue which is of interest to any plaintiff which obtains a favourable decision, whatever the jurisdiction. This is the enforcement of a decision. Often it is one thing to obtain a decision and yet another to have it enforced, especially within the EU. Leaving aside the award of damages, a court decision may also provide for a wide range of corrective measures, such as recalling the products from the market or ordering the destruction of the product and or the materials and equipment concerned. And where appropriate, the enforcement of a decision may also be subject to the provision of a bond to ensure compensation for any damage suffered by the losing party if it is uh, subsequently decided that the remedy should not have been granted, in particular in the case of injunctions. This is not very different from the court decisions that one may obtain from a national jurisdiction, is it? No, you're right. And when it comes to enforcing the decision, the UPC agreement simply provides that decisions and orders of the court shall be enforceable in any participating member state, and that any decision of the court shall be enforced under the same conditions as a decision issued in the participating member state where the enforcement takes place. The same applies to settlement discussions, which are rendered by the UPC Patent Mediation and Arbitration Center, if not confidential, of course. The main advantage is therefore to have a single decision enforceable in any participating state, but according to their own legal standards. So, of course, there are also some strategic decisions to make as to where to enforce the decision, given the efficiency of enforcement measures that one state may offer compared to others. Obviously, global law firms such as ours, which have multi-jurisdictional offices, will have certain advantage when it comes to supervising the enforcement of a UPC decision. I have a question, though. What if an appeal is lodged? Is the decision still enforceable? After all, if a non-final UPC court decision is to be treated as a national decision, one may think that some national recourses meant to impede the enforcement may be opened pending an appeal. Well, frankly, I doubt it. First, because there is a strong tendency within national laws, France included, to firmly and immediately apply 
or enforce a civil court decision as opposed to uh, criminal cases because it is the best way to give credit to the institution of justice. Otherwise, if a commercial court decision is easy to circumvent, namely to suspend pending an appeal through recourses of any kind, right holders may lose confidence in the courts. Second, the UPC agreement clearly says that an appeal shall not have suspensive effect for the losing party unless the court of appeal decides otherwise at the motivated request of one of the parties. Actually, the rules of procedures do provide a safeguard by permitting a party to lodge an application for suspensive effect, which is to be ruled on very quickly. As a consequence, the UPC's decision will be de facto immediately enforceable, except when ruled otherwise by the Court of Appeal upon request. Finally, it is worth noting that the court's decisions may also provide for periodic penalty payments payable to the court if a party fails to comply with the terms of the order or of any prior order issued and not complied with. How this will work is a little mysterious for the time being because it would mean that not only the winning party but the court itself is directly interested in the enforcement of decisions. So what if the losing party does not comply with the penalty payment decisions? The court has limited power in terms of enforcement. In particular, if the losing party refuses to pay the penalty, the court may not adjudicate on the failure to pay, and it may not force this party to proceed with such payment. The party will then have to differ to the national courts to obtain payment. How about the UPC then? May it go before the national courts to obtain such payment? That we don't know at this stage. But it shows at least that the issue of enforcement is taken very seriously in the UPC structure, probably because it is a key point to fuel not only financial resources, but also confidence in the jurisdiction.